back to another episode of Twisted Talk Metal Twisted Radio. Talk. Twisted Talk Metal Radio. Where the where the metal is not straight, it is twisted. Twisted, yeah. We did we straighten the metal. It's, it's twisted and gay. gay. Super gay metal. Super twisted and super gay. You, know, you thought Judas Priest was gay. What about twisted? <laughs> what about twisted twisted, twisted metal. metal talk? <laughs> Even Woo! more gay. Yikes. We are back. Yeah. We are back for episode five. Yeah, halfway through. Woo! Of, of the hit Peacock series that is sweeping the nation. Oh, Twisted yeah. metal. Oh, it's sweeping. It's oh, sweeping, it's sweeping. All right. And I will say, uh, I think this is the best episode so far, which it, the bar is on the floor. So fucking floor low with that bar. It's yeah. it's it's under the ground. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that this episode had a little more fun stuff. It yeah, a little more, little more fun. It's certainly not good, but definitely it, not, definitely it not is good. Marginally, little bit better. Yes. Uh, which I mean, at this point, that's all we could really hope for. Yeah, at this point, there's not much else hope. This is uh, directed again by series mainstay Jude Wang. She's Wang. out there, man. Jude, yeah. getting things done. She's twisting the metal. I guess. And it was titled Crossroads. Is that it? Okay, I actually couldn't figure this one out. I did. Oh, really? CRZ, yeah. SRDs? Yeah, Crossroads. Crossroads. Yeah, sure. Which uh, it is such a heavy-handed metaphor, and you we'll think? get to it. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get to the, the what they did, the unforgivable sin they did. There are so many unforgivable sins. In this, this episode. episode. Yeah. But uh, I want to first start out by saying... Uh, I counted every scene in this episode. Okay. And this episode was 29 minutes long. Yeah, shorty. Well. I mean, they're all like around there. Yeah. But yeah. 12 scenes in 29 minutes is too many. I agree. It's too many scenes. This episode moves like whiplashes like between a, a really three storylines. Yeah. Yeah, there's three there's three stories in this episode, which is weird going from last week's episode that had one. Yeah, I still feel like there is a this was completely reimagined in the edit with moving shit around because I didn't count last week's, but I know there were less than t fucking 12 scenes. There's probably like six. And this, yeah. it's it's like going back and forth between just just dragging everything out and scenes just never getting a chance to really get going. Absolutely. There's, there's straight, there is the third scene of this episode is, and that's not counting the cold open. If you count the cold open, there's 13 scenes. Um, the third scene after the main title of this episode is, I believe, 12 seconds long. That is, which is too short. Of course. Too short. Stop doing it. Yeah. Knock it it's not, it's not long. doing what you think it's doing. No. But, uh, yeah. So we come back. The show starts out. We come back and Quiet and John Doe, our protagonists, mm. are pulled over on the side of the road arguing. Again. Uh, and this, again, this points to something being fucked up and having to be fixed in the edit. Mm -hmm. Because we don't see what happened, but we hear they got robbed while they were pissing on the side of the road. Right. 
and they had to hunt down this vulture and there's an upside down car and a dead dude hanging out of it and they're like arguing like it's your fault it's your fault no you had to pee too oh it, nonsense yeah. just st stupid uh so either this was a way to save money and not film a car chase i wouldn't be that surprised or they fucked up the shooting of it and it wasn't salvageable in the edit right they had to add this to connect the dots between last episode and feel like too much happened right yeah yeah so uh he goes in the car and we learn that what was stolen was his cd case oh, it was very important to him and we get a couple of jokes about musical artists yeah we get the joke um you know, he already has the DMX CD, Dave Matthews Band, Pass. Pass. And then we come across the, you know, the needle drop of the episode, the Hanson CD. The creepy little blonde Christian fucking trio of the late yeah. 2000s or early and, 2000s. And Quiet, in a rare moment of vulnerability, uh, kind of lets loose that she's a fan she's of this a big CD. fan so much yeah. that she even knows like what track mbop is three i think right yeah um so then they start listening to mbop and they're throwing knives and axes at a car tire this is like the longest scene this is the second longest scene in the show and it's just the cold open yeah um and you know they're being cute and it's like <laughs> You know, that whole thing, like oh, nothing yeah. cuter than throwing a, because she's very good at throwing axes mm -hmm. and he's, he's very bad at it. Yeah. He's, well, he's throwing like a throwing knife and he keeps hitting the inside of the wheel and she keeps saying, you're not throwing it hard enough, which she's hitting the tire with an ax, which is probably a lot easier. But also it would bounce off of a tire. Of course it would. Of fucking yeah. course it would. But also uh, he's like hitting it. He's like not hitting it with the blade, like the handles hitting it. And this yeah. will... This they'll do a callback to this. Yeah, they will. Uh, and then they they decide to split to. I I didn't catch what these things were called. I'm going to say the equivalent is Smirnoff Ices. Yeah, 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 yeah. They find in this uh, Vulture's car, and they decide to crack him open. And he starts drinking his, and all of a sudden he's feeling a little woozy. Yeah. Well, right before he does, though, there's a real shared moment. Between them, kind of just yeah. giving each other the googly eyes. Yeah. And then he drinks, and then he pulls a flower out of his mouth, and oh shit, they literally could not let, they could not let the tension of her stealing those flowers last episode no. last for even one scene. No, no. Gotta they get immediately have to release this tension, Yep, and she is poisoning him, and leaves him a note, and heads off to Topeka on her own. Request. And then, then we get into the episode proper. Yeah, the twisted metal logo smash cuts onto his fucking head. Yeah, of course. And I, and I, I pointed it out. There is a bad. I know we work in, in an industry we're trained to hear them, but even ever there is a bad music edit they did in Bob. Like it goes from up to like it's it's like they just were like I just cut ten seconds out. And they did. Yeah. They cut out the it, chorus. It makes me wonder if the track isn't added in post and they had it in there as like a diegetic track. Right. And then there's a bad cut in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, which would be very funny and Super very funny. stupid of them to <laughs> yeah. do, do that. Uh, but yeah, that could be it. 
Uh, and then we get into the first scene of the show, which I, I honestly think this scene is less than a minute long. This one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we get like a little aerial of Topeka, mm. Kansas. And then Stone is in his office and he's rehearsing saying the word loquacious. He's got a word, when, of the, word of the day calendar. Yeah, word which, of the day calendar. Loquacious. That trope uh, cannot die fast enough. Like, yeah. uh, it's been over for 15 years. Why are we still trying this? Also, is loquacious like that complex of a word? I guess to him, he's a cop. You know, they're dumb. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then his minions come in and uh, saying some bullshit. And then he's like, did you find the milkman and the four-fingered girl? Yeah. And they're like, no. But you... they'll pop up. And he's like, pop up? That's like leaving it up to chance. Find them. Yeah. And he's very menacing about it. Sure. And then the scene ends. That's right. it. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole yeah. point of the scene is that he yeah. still wants to find them. That's yeah. on the note card in the writer's room. That's what that card said. Yeah. And he'll say the word loquacious later on in this episode. And sure uh, so it is. It's to set up that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we're back at Hoover Dam. And we hear we hear a little jingle. We hear a little jingle coming down the road. And what is it? But sweet motherfucking tooth mm -hmm. has arrived at Hoover Dam, He's at the where of course we have left our you know fan favorite Stu. Yeah, Stu's in deep shit. He's in at deep, Hoover Dam. He's in deep fucking doo doo. But uh, sweet tooth pulls up to the entrance, and the guards like, "Give me your oral." Mm -hmm. And of course, the joke that keeps on giving, he's like, give me your ORL. And then Sweet Tooth's like, oral, oral, do what? It, it is so fucking forced. Fuck. Yeah. <sighs> so fucking forced. And then he's like, or I'm taking you in. And he says, of course, and the, he gives him the gives him the quip. He's like, I think I'll bring myself in. Yeah. Sweet Tooth. And then puts the grenade in his mouth, puts yeah. a grenade in his mouth and pulls the pin and tells him, you know, this this grenade is very sensitive. He's fucking with him. Yeah. And then he drives through the gate, and uh, the guard, of course, lets the grenade fall out of his mouth, and it explodes and blows his head off. Okay, so... This grenade has the quickest fuse of any grenade ever. Okay, quickest fuse of all time. And why doesn't he just... The guard does, isn't handcuffed yeah. or anything. He, he, he could, could just, just grab hold the, the trigger. Spoon. The spoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could just hold that yeah. and throw the grenade away. But he doesn't do that. Well, considering how fast the fuse on that grenade is, I don't think he would be able to throw it away. Honestly. But while it's in the his second mouth, he, he let could... go of his hands, but well, no, he, he could go find press some tape down. or something. Yeah. Or he could press it. Oh, so you're saying to throw it away? Okay, yeah, yeah. Find some tape or just hold it and be. Well, he doesn't know it has a quick fuse. Yeah. But goddamn that! It's so unsatisfying to watch that scene. I hate that scene. I fucking hate that scene. It's just cheap. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, not very good. But that's yeah. the end of that scene. Yep. Moving on. And then we go on to uh, what, like I said, is like a 12 second scene. And we see John Doe passed out on the ground still. And a mysterious person comes and picks his legs up and drags uh, him off. And that's the end of the scene. Yes. That's the end. That's Which, it. Which you will, if you watch this show, when you know what this leads to, you, I was thankful in retrospect that the scene yes. could end there. But I will say that there is no reason why this wasn't part of the scene that it uh, that continuation of like there's no reason like this wasn't just the beginning of the scene where that 
that situation actually continues. Zero reason. I think the only reason I can think of is like, it would have felt like a long time since we checked in on John Doe was probably some idiot executives thinking like, well, is he okay? Like people are going to wonder if he's okay. I guess. Or they felt like it was too quick to go back to Topeka because the Hoover Dam scene is so short. It's so short. Right. Either way, some really sloppy pacing in this episode. Yeah. Uh, But we go back to Topeka and the cops are talking shit, talking about how Shepard was, you know, killed and he was beaten off and they're, they're pissing on a dead guy, which is meaningless. Meaningless. It is meaningless. It's like, it's like, see how cruel they are. Yeah, but, but nobody like, it just doesn't, it doesn't give us anything. I don't, I hate this scene. The guy was shot in the head and was like, had his hands tied behind his back like fucking ISIS style and they're just pissing on this guy and it's it's not even upsetting it's just like Mm-mm. lame it's just lame yeah it's just fucking lame yeah and they get back into their police cruiser and we see that quiet yes. has uh snuck in the back seat she sure fucking has and uses them to smuggle her into Topeka and once they get inside the city proper she kills the cops she does. And steals their car. She uh, decides to throw away her only advantage, which is uh, keeping her, like, her name quiet and not drawing any attention to anything, and kills them very violently and leaves yeah. a lot of evidence that something is up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, she's driving around and she starts hallucinating her brother, oh, which is... <clears throat> I mean... Yeah. This is like film school shit. This is like this is, this is student shit. film shit. This is when you don't trust your actors, your own writing, your own directing, anything you've done as a storyteller to to you have to have an external voice to explain what your character is thinking and it's fucking bush league shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they need us they, like so they need him to remind her that he only died 5 days ago yeah, to give us a that. good to reset the time frame. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is so incredibly fucking lazy. And just fucking lazy. So lazy. Uh but then we go back to Hoover Dam. Sure. We go back to Hoover Dam. And Stu is in the DMV waiting room thing where he's about to be executed. But of course, mm-hmm. we know who showed up. Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth comes in and just starts murdering. And you left a note here, and I agree. He just says the things that he's killing people with. Like, so yeah. he like th- shoves a machete through the door, and he's like, machete! It's fucking, it's funny. It's actually yeah. really fun. Yeah. And then he throws like this woman that he uses a human shield, and he's like, woman's body yeah 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 yeah. it's and perfect. throws it at a guy yeah and then chops some dude's head off and it flies in the air and he catches it and everyone claps yes um and that's the whole it. scene that's the, that's whole, the scene. whole scene it to me this is what i was hoping for out of what they did with sweet tooth which is like just make him crazy in a fun way that he just enjoys being a fucking psychopath. Like if yeah. you're gonna, yeah. They give him too many lines. Yes, is really they do. what it is. Yes, he they talks do. too much. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to get the laughs out of the jokes in or as his dialogue. They're trying to get the laughs out of his dialogue instead of getting the laughs out of how fucking crazy he is. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll give you the perfect example of, of how they fundamentally don't understand the character they're writing. Uh, later on, there's a joke where uh, Stu is telling Sweet Tooth, yeah, you know, me and my friend were here, and then he threw me under the bus. And Sweet Tooth's response is, oh, I've done that before. Crunch. Yeah. And it's like, don't need that. Don't need don't that. Don't need that. That's no. not... Like, we, we see him be a psychopath. We don't need him to talk about how fucking crazy he is. Yeah. It kind of lessens it. It's just um, like every character is painted with a super broad brush, and the only thing you can be as a character in the show is that through every line of dialogue you have. Absolutely. Like, you can have no nuance. None. Yeah. Yeah. You you are, I mean, this is, which if it weren't so violent and the swearing and the subject matter, this is a show for children. 100% right. 100% correct. That so, yeah. I mean, that that's really what, it, like, the level of writing here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then that scene moves by super quick, and we get into the sixth scene of the show, which is we check back in on uh, John Doe, and we see uh, who I have tagged in here. I've named him Crisco Pervert. Sure. Uh, we see a dude in a gas mask uh, jock strap. Yeah. And he's covering himself in Crisco shortening. I mean, what the fuck? For some reason. Uh, and he's clearly going to molest John Doe, who he thinks is dead. Yeah, he's, it's what he likes. Uh, and then John Doe, of course, wakes up and steals his knife and tries to throw it at him, but misses call, terribly. Call back, call back, call, call back. back. Yeah. Call back to what, like five and a half minutes ago? If that, yeah. Really, really uh, showing a lot of patience there, fucking twisted metal yeah. folks. Yeah, this character, I, I, I wanted him off my screen. I was so worried that this was going to be an episode long thing. I was so fucking worried i was like i hate this character i hate everything about this writing it's just trash yeah so then john doe bum rushes him and the guy accidentally stabs himself in the eye trope 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 and uh then john doe finds the note on evelyn that mm. quiet was going to speak and then the scene's over that's it Yep. And then we go back to check in uh, with Quiet, who's yeah. driving around. And then she, she clocks this uh, stone statue in yes. the city, city square. And by her, like, sitting there and, like, being a doofus, uh, one of his minions finds her and realizes that it's her. Yeah. So she drives off. Yep. And then, of course, we're done with that scene. Trash. Yep. Mm -hmm. Trash. So that scene. Right in the trash. And then we get to what I think is the worst fucking scene of this show. Worse than Crisco Pervert. Worse than, you know, pissing on the dead guy. Yeah. We get John Doe driving. And he is looking at his passenger seat. Oh having God. flashbacks. Oh fucking God of flashbacks. Quiet. This person he's known for like two days. Five, yeah. Well, five days ago, what's his name died. So four days tops, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the flashbacks are so recently that it, it's just like a flashback to twenty minutes ago. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so uh, it it reminds me of a Brooklyn Nine Nine bit, uh -huh. where. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Holt is like 
I'm not judgy and brash. It's insane that I can't believe you would say something about that. Like he says, he says something judgy and brash, yeah. and then he's like, "Give me an example." And then it flashes back to like two seconds earlier, and he's like, "Oh, I see," which yeah. is a very funny bit. That's a good bit. Yeah. This is not a good bit. This is not a bit. trying to be funny. No, it's no. trying to be heartfelt. It's like yeah. a heartfelt music. So he's thinking about quiet, but then, but then. He starts having flashbacks about his time in New San Francisco with Nev yeah. Campbell. Yeah. And he's, he, you might say he's at a crossroads. Dear fucking Christ. Uh, and then he's literally at a crossroads where if yeah. he can go, he goes straight, he's going to Topeka, or he makes a right, he's going to New Chicago. Mm hmm. And he, he, it shows him making the right to New he's Chicago. Gone. He's out. He's, yep. you know what? He, it's not his problem anymore. He's, he's made his choice. It was literally never his problem. No, it never was. She has done everything to make it clear that she does not require, need, or want his help. And that should be it for him. He's getting to a point where he's kind of pushing it. He's trying to pushing himself on her. He's kind yeah, of stalking her. This is, yeah, this is like a white, this is white knight behavior. hundred, yes, here. white this, knight. Yeah, this is, uh, he is clearly, what, he's, he's pussy starved. Yes, oh yeah. And he, this, he is just he, he, horny brain. This is horny brain taking over here. Yep. And that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. They, they have got to sleep with each other within the next episode or so. Yeah. Otherwise, this show is nonsense. It's not. I mean, it's already nonsense. It's but nonsense. It's even more nonsense. Yeah, super nonsense. Yeah. So then we go back to Topeka, and Stone is getting his boots polished. And making a joke about how he's like, oh, I'm going to collect all the state quarters. Which one didn't he have? Idaho. Idaho, something? yeah. See, that's fucked up. Not to be a dick, but I was, when those came out, which is like the late 90s or something, I was collecting them. Idaho, you would have Idaho. You wouldn't have Hawaii because it would be like you'd have the most time because they came out in the, the two, a, two a year, I think. Yeah, First, in the order that the states were right. became states right so or, the first one was delaware yeah exactly yeah so he would have idaho i don't know yeah he's a fucking idiot he's an idiot yeah um then he gets a call that quiet's there and yeah. he calls her out on the radio she she decides that she's fuck it she's not gonna do her revenge thing yeah. which is like maybe you should have th hallucinated your brother a little earlier then. yeah he, he kind of talked her out of of revenge he was like yeah, but what about fucking John Doe? And what about, it's okay, you don't have to be like me. We don't have to say bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. So while she's already beyond the point of no return, she decides she's going to return. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she can't because Stone knows she's there and calls her out on the radio and is like, come and get me. <laughs> I'm evil. And then this scene's over. Yep. Moving on. And then... Yeah, and then so what I looking at this laid out, what it is is they never have, they never have more or at less than one full scene in between going back to somewhere. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, then we go back to Hoover Dam. Yeah. And Stu and Sweet Tooth are uh, bonding. Yeah, the murder and everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, he's not. Stu's not doing any. No, no, no. Stuff. He's, he's holding the machete though a couple times. Yeah, he is holding yeah. the machete, and then uh, he is. Uh, he sees Mike. 
Right. And he's like, I found Mike and Ike's. Uh, see, and then Sweet Tooth says, I'm more of a Skittles man, which is so useless a joke. Yes. But then we see that Mike pisses, pissed himself. Yeah, so like, I mean, I guess he's lucky there was actually Mike and Ike's there, right? Because mm -hmm. he's like, what are you, sir? Oh my God, it's Mike. And Mike's standing there and Mike's like, oh shit, I'm dropped dime on me. And then he says, well, oh, he did Ikes. it on purpose. He did it on purpose to make Mike piss himself. Oh, you think? Yeah. Okay. Because he sees him before, before he says the Mike and Ike thing. He does, yeah. There's there's like a little bit of time. So I think that's what it is. He's, he's trying to scare him. So he's um, he's pretty quick, though. I will say he does. I'm feeling like the Bruce Valanche comparisons are, are getting more apt because that's thinking <laughs> that's thinking quick on his feet. Like he saw that is Mike. truly Valanchean thinking. Valanchean thinking in that he saw Mike and then he saw the Mike and Ike. He's like, I think I know how I can, how I can do this. Yeah. yeah. I bet I can make him piss his pants. Exactly. Yeah. So then Stu and Sweet Tooth have like a little heart to heart and decide that they're going to travel together. Not only are they going to travel together, they know where they're going. They're going to hit all the law outposts because Stu has the map. Yep. And then, of course, because we, we have to be reminded every five seconds that Sweet Tooth is on screen that he is insane. Uh, Stu tries to get in the ice cream truck and it's like, and Sweet Tooth's like, no. You sit, bitch. Harold has shotgun. Harold, of course, being the paper bag that is his best friend. Yeah, that's strapped in, seat belted into the passenger seat. Correct. And then he's like, "What about my all them?" And there's like all these the other people that he's freed that they've. Yeah, freed. he's like, "You can free. You'll have fan. You'll have all the fans you could want." Right. And he's like, "Oh, lots of fans." <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so bad. Now, okay, it is bad. But if you if I if I could strip it all down and find the little nugget, like Sweet Tooth and Stu and an army of fucking weirdos going, I like this idea. Just going outpost to outpost and just murdering people, that's fun. For yeah. no real like they have no purpose, like other than Sweet Tooth's bloodlust. And Stu's like, Well, I want to keep him happy. He likes killing people. I'll go with him and I want revenge. Like the nugget there again the card on the corkboard i like everything about how they executed it is fucking hot garbage yes yeah and then we get to the final scene of the show yeah and mind you this is halfway through the first season of a show about car combat Vehicular, and there has yeah. yet to be one real car combat scene Mm -hmm. Until now. Yeah. Where Quiet faces off against Stone. And by faces off, I mean immediately gets her shit handed to her. And it's just, it's fine. This was the one that was where I was, I watching him like, this is fine. Yeah, I did. Which I is did, better than me being like, fuck. Yeah. At least there wasn't like a sitting in the movie theater, like talking about whatever. It was fine. It just was like, it came out of nowhere in such a way that I was like, wait, how does her car have machine guns on it? Like, it didn't seem like it was building to that. It felt like it came out of nowhere. I would have liked a nice knowing this was coming and getting excited for it. It was just suddenly he was like at the end of the street and she floored it and then she hit a button and there were machine guns firing and then he blew her up with a missile. And that was pretty much it for the fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then, but uh, then, mm. in true white knight fashion. Oh, God damn it. John Doe comes out of nowhere 
and uses his blood missile. Yeah, couldn't even hold, couldn't even hold it for a full episode. Isn't that the thing you wait till the last episode to use? Oh my this god, thing that was yeah. a little built up. Like you don't use the next episode on the not even top tier bad. I guess he's the top tier bad guy, but still, I fucking guess. Yeah. Um. Boom. Blow blows up Stone. Stone, of course, not dead. I would assume. I of hope course not. not. Of course not. Um. And he pulls Quiet out of the burning wreckage. And she's like, I told you not to come after me. And he's like, when do I listen to you? Of course. Mm. Which, again, like, you just want to go into this writer's room and fucking slap everyone. Just slap them around. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, remember Futurama, Grandma, the, she owns Slurm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she slaps all three of her kids at once. Yep, that's this. Yeah, that's what you want to do with the writer's room. Just smack, 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 smack. Yeah, I mean, uh, this. Because it's just like, shut the fuck up. They I, I, listen. I am I am on the side of the WGA, but this is doing them no fucking favors. This was clearly like, written by scabs. It, it, the timing doesn't work out though. I think it was. I, I still think it was written by Chat DPT. It's going to come out when this in a couple of months that they they had uh, like uh, outlines and then Chat GPT wrote it because it's so derivative and fucking awful and just again doesn't connect to itself it feels like fucking ai wrote this piece of shit yeah it's uh like an ai who wrote like saving save the cat or whatever right right and it's just like you gotta these are the things you gotta do they gotta happen this gotta happen with no artistic integrity behind it and uh but then of course yeah quiet uh passes out yeah, she's done. And of course, and he does the thing. He does the thing. Quiet. Oh my quiet! god. Quiet. And then it cuts to black. Quiet. We hear one last quiet over black, and yeah. I don't want to go cinema sins here, but much if you go into the Harry Potter world, that's an unforgivable sin. Yeah. That in any piece of filmed entertainment, the final scream over black as you're ending the thing, unfucking forgivable. The force with which the editor slapped his space bar when the screening was over for this yeah. and turned around with the smuggest look on his face. He's like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And Pretty of course good, the, right? and of course the robot show running this was like, it is good. It is good. You hit you, the beats. <laughs> yeah. You hit all the beats that were needed. The emotional resonance for humans will be strong. Such good editing. Oh you my did God, you did so, so good. It's just again, it's the best episode of the series so far, but it's fucking and we awful. have nonstop shit on it because it's awful. It's just it is awful. Like I, I can't be again. I know what's coming next season. I can't be excited for that because it's unless it's literally they fire everyone. Yeah, everyone involved in this, and it, I guess keep the cast. I don't know. I don't know if I can blame them. I don't know if 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 I can blame them for these performances because they're not getting any help from these directors and writers. Like what they have to work with is so fucking cheap. It's and so I, bad. And I think maybe what I'm not sure of is that you know, Last of Us was so good, so good. It was so such a good show. Like surprisingly, like uh, you you never expected it to be that as good as it was. No. Uh, maybe this is just not a game that lends itself to being a TV show. Except, okay, you you probably are right, but 
you don't fundamentally, you, you know, you, when you go into it, you know that to be the case, right? So you don't completely change what it's about to fit some bullshit new thing. Because then you don't even get people who know the game, who might be willing to accept something and go, well, I mean, it's a fucking video game about people driving up, blowing each other up. Yeah, you know this, is for no, this is for no one, right? It's for no one. Because Twisted Metal fans would, uh, furious. Period. Would have to be furious at this hunk of shit, yeah. and people who aren't Twisted Metal fans or have no, no idea about Twisted Metal have like these callbacks and these not. I wouldn't even call them Easter eggs. They're so fucking obvious. They're yeah. Easter eggs for like toddlers, right? When your mom's like, "Oh, I hit it," and it's like behind the salt shaker, right? Right. right. Um, like they're they feel left out because they don't get like the handful of references. Right. So this is literally for no one. They are getting like the worst of both worlds. And the opposite happens with Last of Us, which is you don't need to have played the game. My wife loved the show. She never played the fucking game. She wanted to when it was over and she did. But like it, they treated Last of Us as we want to tell this story. And they looked at the game and say, what's the story? And again, it's twisted metal. There isn't much of a story. But there's a little bit of one, and there's ten different ones, and you can do it not like this. Wait, wait. This just feels like a ca cash grab. This feels yeah. like tra taking advantage of IP. Anthony Mackie is trying way too fucking hard. And he's trying to show, he wants these fucking comedic roles. He's like, why? I was funny in those fucking Marvel movies. I had my dude, funny line. Just, just be Captain America. Yeah, exactly. You already got it, dude. You already got the fucking, uh, uh, you got the golden chalice or whatever you want to call it. You're fine. You're going to be in Marvel movies for the, however long this phase or whatever lasts. Yeah, like who fucking, yeah. like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. You don't have some budding comedy career after this. I promise you. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just... It's so fucking disappointing. Every week it's disappointing. And they just keep finding new ways to just fail. They're just... they. It's never the same way twice. You're like... And they sometimes there'll be a little inkling. Like I said, the, the sweet tooth coming in, murdering. And I'm like, this could be a really fun scene with a needle drop. He's doing that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the thing is. But then it just ended, and it was suddenly just, like you said, it's, oh, I've thrown friends under the bus. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that's fucking awful, man. We it's get it. Just... He's insane. Yeah, but lead in in a different way. Don't try to... Yeah. He's this, fucking... this show doesn't even trust its audience enough that it, they would realize that a dude who is murdering people and has a clown mask on is crazy. Right, he has to say. It doesn't wacky even shit. trust you enough to do that. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, so if you were a fan of this show, you should be offended. You should be that fucking... the creators of the show think so little of you. Yeah, I mean, you should be made. You should be made sterile. You should be sterilized. You shouldn't be able to breed if you like this. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, the cartoon Rugrats more complex and has oh, more depth yeah. than this show. A fucking Bazooka Joe fucking comic strip that you get in a piece of gum <laughs> has more fucking depth than this shit. Yeah, and we're only fucking halfway through, and... Riverdale, a show famous for people just saying how they feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More depth than this. I like yeah. that show. I don't, I don't I've never watched bad. it. I, I saw something funny about... I don't want to get into it. I've you never watched take it. A look, you should take a look at the first season. I'll fucking take a look at it. I don't give a shit. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah. Um... And how, so how many, so we're on episode, we just finished episode five. We got five so we more. Got 
five more and two more till Manzuk. That's all. I think for. so. <laughs> I know he's. I know it's not going to be worth it. I know it's not going to be worth it. Nothing. He can't fix this. No. No one can fix this. No. This is it, a paycheck. This is a paycheck for everyone involved, except for maybe Anthony Mackie. If this is like his passion project, he's like. Well, I, I do love the game, but I have a different take. I want I want to be a different character from outside the world. Well, he's the only one trying. Yeah. Right? Is. Like, Nev Campbell, never seen a more phoned-in role ever. I love it. She's my yeah. favorite character in this show because she literally showed up for the paycheck. Oh, yeah. I mean, they it must have taken... She must have been on set for two days. And how excited was she in this episode where she got a fucking... Uh, extra check for appearing in a flashback for the oh the, yeah uh, oh for John loving Miller. she's it. like loving oh, hell yeah yeah hell yeah I know, player. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's in the finale so she gets at least one more check but she's like three episodes two days of work I'll fucking take it yeah I don't yeah. need that scream money anymore I mean she's well she did she turned with. down scream they weren't they wouldn't pay that. her as much so yeah fuck that you know good on her yeah so but not yeah, good I, on I, everyone else who had to watch this hunk of shit. No, I mean, I, I, and they're close to New Chicago now, so I don't, uh, are we going to, we're just going to get waylaid, what, three more times, and then we'll get there in the second to last episode, maybe two more times. They're just going to get waylaid over and over again. It's just this crap that they just. Well, he's got to get, he's got to get to New Chicago, and then he's got to get back to San Francisco. Oh, is that right? Oh, that is yeah, right. He's picking up something. So he's got to get to New San Francisco in the next episode or so. Uh, oh, and there's some mystery about what he's picking up, right? Yeah, nobody knows what he's picking up. Oh, so they're gonna they can now think that they're gonna play into that going forward, but they haven't reminded us of that in like an episode. So I forgot. I'm Every episode, I forget what he's doing. Yes, I forget yeah. everything, and I, I swear to God, I black out. I try, I try to watch these, but I will black out about three minutes every episode. I'm just like, we're talking about, I'm like, I I have no memory yeah. of that at all. Yeah. It's like, excuse, what? The part what with, now? Yeah, the the part with them peeing on the dead guy, I'm like, no memory of that. Yeah. No. Garbage. Yeah, Garbage. Probably for the better. Uh, well, there you have it. That's uh, episode five. Make sure you like, uh, subscribe, do all the goddamn things you need to Fucking do. Fucking do it. Uh, our, our intern, Ron, <laughs> we have an intern, he's running all our social meds now, so engage with us, and yeah. by engage with us, engage I mean with us. engage with him. Well, and us, and us him, the, he's yes, proxy. he's the proxy, yeah. he's the gatekeeper yeah. to keep you sickos and perverts out of our DMs. You fucking psychos. Uh, but, so follow us on Instagram, at Pod. you can also follow me at Funeral Casual Games. I'm at Ian Golden Games. And tune in every Tuesday for a new game of the week. And every Thursday, at least for five more weeks, for Talking Twisted. And after that, we'll go back to doing weekly updates. Or we're gonna we're thinking about doing the Gran Turismo movie. Or like uh, I don't know, only murders in the building. Yeah. Talking talking talk and murder. Talking mur murder. Talking murder. Talkin', hell, if we change the name of this the podcast to Talking Murder, we would probably get a huge spike in listeners because of all those true yeah, crimes. Yeah, that's sickos. true. Fucking sick. Uh, well, we will catch you next yeah. time. See you then. Bye. Thanks for listening.